Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Welcome to episode 68 of the Nailed It Wall. It's been over a month since we've recorded a pod. We got to catch up on our lives. What's been going on with your two favorite hosts? Uh, This week, we're going to talk about wishes for teachers. We're going to talk about the second quarter being half over and We're in our first break of the school year. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. I'm Mr. Lane the STEM Guy. And I'm Miss Schofield. All right, partner. It's been a while since we've been on the pod. We got to start like we start every episode. How have you nailed it this week? Well, let's see. There's many, many things that come to mind. I would say my biggest nailed it is... The tables from my Donors Choose project, you and I both were recipients of being funded for that. How many tables did you get, my friend? So I got five tables funded. And can, we, you, can we just get myself? I, I'm getting better on the buttons there. You are. I was, I was admiring that. And you got six. And I... The tables we, are amazing. They are. But I was trying to figure out. I couldn't remember. If it was August or September when we got those funded, it was pretty early. It was pretty early on. And we were really blown away by the amount of support from the families at our school and the PTSO funding it and all of that. But finally. Don't forget Panda Express and save the pandas. Shout out. Yeah. So, and they're huge. Those are huge contributors and we're so grateful. And they finally arrived, what, last week, I think. And... The amount of excitement that my kids had about it, the pride in helping to um, assemble some of those and then actually using them. It's funny because obviously, you know, I'm huge on collaboration and I'm all about whiteboarding and this is going to be huge, but I haven't jumped right in as quickly as the kids would have liked because there's a variety of pens floating around our classroom And my big fear is anyone accidentally grabbing a permanent marker and riding on those babies. So I have to have a really clear process for how they're going to use it. But my point is watching them unbox them, watching them assemble them, watching them use them, their excitement about it. And it's all that I had really wanted for them and for their learning environment. And it's just, it's very, very beautiful to see kids get excited about something like tables. So I I couldn't agree more. And when you think about a project for a classroom, something like where a kid spent all their time around, everything they do is surrounded by these tables. We got the same size uh, tables. And it's just, that's where the center of your classroom is. That's where they spend a majority of their day and they're so sturdy. You can move them nice and easy. Um, just the, the the fact that they're whiteboard, you know, and me and you were very patient. Uh, we knew they little slower with the supply chain yeah. and extremely patient as we got these. And you talk about one thing that is so impactful for just changing the course of your classroom in terms of creativity and the things that we want to do. It's the tables, like it's, it's it, it is it is what you're around, and you you see all these cool startups, how they build things and make things. It's like it's just like that culture, and and when I walked in your classroom, I'm like, 
I'm like, you need new chairs. Like, you know, like these chairs just don't go with this table. It's just not the same vibe. And and you've been kind of coming up with an idea. But, you know, we're both so thankful for uh, the community donors choose, our PTSO, yes. and uh, just such a big impact for um, what we do in our classrooms. And, and nobody loves whiteboard for more than you. I mean, you have a big whiteboard that you love to work with. You bought those nice little whiteboards that you're very protective about. Yes, and uh, you, you do stop motion with whiteboards, a lot of creativity, a lot of engineering design process. So um, it, I, I just love those tables. It just brings a certain sense of happy and the your eighth graders and parents, like you said, they're coming this week. And then you had a whole, <laughs> a whole snafu, uh, with, um, with the shipping people, you're on the phone. You're like, they will both be delivered here on this day. And you made it happen. That's firm, but, but, uh, nice. But I also love how much they mean to previous students. We are all having a, a huge group of kids coming continuously this year to volunteer more than ever before and so seniors that have graduated and then we've had some from younger grades that have graduated and even their admiration their excitement about tables that they're not even using just because they still feel connected to that classroom and they love to see new things and how it transforms and so it has been a community builder in a way that I don't think I fully understood how much they would make an impact like that ah i love it i mean i'm still smiling just thinking about how happy we were and uh you came across these tables i'm like i'm like i really need the 36 inches of width and you're like i need that as well and i had 24 inches before and it was just like chromebook to chromebook like smashed up against each other and just having that that extra space it's just like the kids have some more freedom to move around and work and uh, we don't have wheels on them we just have these little nubby things i just slide them out of the way I love and, them. and they're 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 solid like they're so solid so um you talk about making something so happy um i nailed it this week i'm sure i've had plenty of failures along the way but um i'm just gonna go with um one day i, I forgot my keys in the side parking lot and I saw a kinder was outside and I went up to the side gate and I was like, Miss Serjak, Miss Serjak, can you let me in? Miss Serjak lets me in. And I, I, I felt like how the Beatles feel. Like, you know, the kids <laughs> just were just, you know, you forget how many conversations you are uh, part of at the dinner table when kids go home about interactions, things you've done, uh, things you've learned, just a simple hello, hi. And I walk through there and immediately, I mean, it's probably, would you say, <laughs> about 75 yards from the gate to, to get out there. And I, I mean, I was lucky to have my wallet and my shoes by the time I got out of there. <laughs> These little kinders, they're just so excited um, you know, for me to be on the playground. And I was like, okay. Um, I, I don't know if I can do that again, but I mean, I was just being mobbed. I couldn't walk through steps. I mean, I got kids around me. I felt like Michael Jordan in the fishbowl. And so, so um, so it's just like one of those humbling moments about like how exciting it is to do what we do as educators and how much fun we have, um, as we do these things. And I, I just had to take a moment and be like, we love what we do. We, you know, it takes two seconds to, give a high five or knuckles or say hi or say someone's name as you interact with them and all those little things like turn into so much more and then it means so much more as a teacher. and this is not me bragging but i mean 
Like I walked through there and it was just pandemonium. Like even the teachers were like, or like, I don't even know if this is safe. Like, you know, I mean, I felt like it was Beatles mania on the kinder playground. But they anticipate STEM day and they anticipate that time, you know, for the younger kids, they only get to see you periodically. So to have that, well played. you know, oh yeah, thanks. Oh, oh, I, I hit the like wrong that. button. It, it's enjoyable. <laughs> but for them, you know, they... They get excited about you and your class, and so for them to see you on a time that they don't anticipate, that would definitely blow their mind, you know. It's so cute. I just love that. It is, it is. And, you know, those were our nailed nailed it it for the week. There we go. Another (laughs) button there. Well done. All right. Well, we have a big announcement here. Big announcement. Now, we both applied for the Wishes for Teachers, which comes from the Fiesta Bowl. and. I think it's Verbo, VRBO. Yes. Um, it used to be PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. And we one of us was a winner. Do you want to break the news and tell us who was our Fiesta Bowl winner? Yes. I was selected as a uh, Wishes for Teachers recipient winner. And... And, was, and the great thing is, like, you've become such a big college football fan. Oh, yeah. You love I mean, college game day. And- I do. I really enjoy the vibe, the history, all the stories that they share, watching the players. You know, it's been cool. You know, just all of it. Each year now, I really I enjoy this so much more than I used to. The cool thing is, you and I had had kind of a crazy week the week they announced. I didn't even, we apply for so many things. We're putting projects together. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, AKA Michael Scott. Well played. And we, we do, we put our, we throw our hat into a lot of things uh, because we constantly are thinking about opportunities, materials and experiences we can bring to our students. And so that was one of the things we typically do that every year. Last year, I think you didn't do it, but we typically do it every year. And so I didn't even pay attention to when they, they were revealing those results. And so I just happened to be home by myself that evening and my phone rang. And typically I don't answer my phone when I don't know who it is. I get a lot of spam. And it was wishes for teachers. It was festival and saying that I had won. It was like a six, it was like six o'clock at night or something. I was completely blown away. I was so humbled. I was so grateful. And that is going to provide, first of all, the missing table, one of the tables that I needed to complete my set for my classroom. And, but then we're really trying, you and I have been working on podcasting for ourselves, but recognizing what an important platform that is for students. And I have been doing podcasting in my STEM class for a couple of years now, but we're limited on equipment. And the interest and the excitement and the hunger is there for students, but I didn't have enough technology to use it on a bigger scale with them. So now this is allowing me to bring in some much needed, you know, extra equipment so that I can use this in a a STEM class because, you know, my STEM classes are about, what, 24, 25, sometimes up to 30 kids. I have one roadcaster and um, it's just, it's kind of limiting. And I'm blown away. I am like giddy with excitement. Um, 
I, you and I have been kind of hit or miss with donor's shoes over the last, I don't know, however long I've been at the school and kind of like not sure where we stand on it. But I think you and I both agree now, uh, donor's shoes has one of been, been one of the biggest gifts for us because they partner with so many businesses that support education and educators and innovative ideas and, and bringing things to their classroom. And, you know, I am incredibly grateful to donors choose and just how successful we have been, um, with using them for the things that we really want to do. Yeah. And in years past, we've just written grants after grants after grants and we've hit some, we've missed some, you know, I say we probably bet in about 30%, you know, and you never know what grants, you know, are they trying to get the title one schools? Are they trying, is this project going to capture their eyes? Is this project like too over the top for their heads to really <laughs> understand, which is usually yeah, um, our, 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 our grants <laughs> and what we shoot for and donors choose. If you're a new teacher out there, a, a veteran teacher, I mean, Mrs. Tebow has been teaching longer than I've been alive and she, she got some new tables and she said that table has just, uh, revitalize her classroom, the things yeah. she does. Uh, she got a planting project, and her one of her highlights of the school year was the students building, much like uh, uh, your eighth graders building our tables, um, building like this planter box thing, and she's just so happy. So donors choose. Uh, we usually go through Amazon Business a lot for it, but they just send the supplies to you. You get your donations, match days. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Orr. Every time there's a match day, um, she has a project ready to go. And I'm like, we've been missing out on all these match days. And, you know, if like your school does like a fun run, you know, sometimes that money goes to an organization that runs that. This this goes to the teachers immediately. And it is it is the greatest thing that you can do as a community member to support your classrooms. And you think about all the things that we've been able to do with our students this year and uh, these tables are are pretty amazing when we think about it. Yeah. I also, this is the first year that you and I have done projects like, you know, there was the, we did the one because we knew there was going to be a furniture match day. So that's what the catalyst was for kind of all of the balls that were rolling for us this year. And that Which was, was like crazy because like I've been carrying around this furniture catalog for months and probably like, I think it's like, been a, like a year you know, Miss Lori was always like, I need that catalog. Do not <laughs> lose this catalog. And, you know, on a Friday, I'm like, all right, I'm looking at these things and and the prices of tables from these approved vendors are astronomical. astronomical. I mean, I'm talking about, you know. 400% fold like on a table and I'm like and we're looking at it we're like we're like we're looking at 10 to $12,000 to uh, recreate this furniture in our classrooms and we're like and then you are aware of this and we went home wrote that donors choose and well this is history and I mean I know it did take us several months to get our tables but from what information Lori was telling us it would have been even longer, most likely, if we had ordered through those approved vendors. So it's a bit discouraging in that department. But um, so we did that, and we were so excited, so patient, so so blessed. And then, uh, same, Miss Lori told us, you guys need really need to do a STEM grant. They're doing a match day for STEM supplies, and you guys are STEM teachers. And so we did, and. That one was really, really cool for me because I don't think I've ever just ordered science stuff. 
and you know, science and STEM stuff. And just the ability to be able to do that was, it was the coolest thing. I'm really excited. All that stuff arrived right before, um, I guess it came the afternoon right before we left for break. And I didn't get a chance to unbox it and do all that. But I am giddy about that. As a teacher, it is cool to have new stuff. But what you're excited about truly is just anticipating how much it will impact student learning and in getting them excited. And I always say, you know, middle school is like, you know, you you have to you have to figure out those ways that you can break down their like uh, school, you know, and you you put certain things in their hands and or you show them different things and they can see it. And it's totally this different level of excitement and interest and and love for what they're what they're being exposed to. And so I'm pretty amped about it. I really am. Well, that's awesome. It's twenty five hundred dollar grant uh, for your classroom. And I mean, you've been glowing ever since you received uh, the wishes, wishes for teachers. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to walk in the parade, but you will be able to be recognized at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, of, I forgot which, do you remember the name of the bowl? No. It's not the Fiesta Bowl, but um, that bowl's always changing Some names. Bowl, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> that'll be exciting. We'll have to have uh, the students design you a cool shirt oh, that'd um, be yeah. to wear out at halftime there. So you got to love that. Now we're going into the Thanksgiving break. We've been working on our national STEM uh, accreditation uh, application with a bunch of teachers, and we got a lot of work to do. It's due December 1st. Now, what is your mindset as an eighth grade science teacher as you go into this break? Like, um, give us a rundown of the school year. Like, where where are you mentally? Where am I mentally, like, as a teacher? Just in yeah. general. I feel, I feel that I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude for the students and the families that I work with this year. I feel very... Um, familiar with my content, which is nice because every time you switch content, it takes a while to get your groove and kind of where you want to go with it. And every group of learners is different and how they process things, how they approach things, the conversations they bring up. But I feel humbled to be able to teach this group of students. And I feel really excited to be in there every single day. Having said that, I also really appreciate breaks because it lets me mentally catch up on sleep. It lets me mentally step away because this, when you have a group of kids that you just love so much, you want to get every single thing right. And life throws so much at you that you're not expecting. And so sometimes you know there's a lesson coming up that you really want to do a certain level, whatever, and you want to bring in all these things. And you just, time gets away from you. So for me, it's kind of a time that I can like step away, but then also take the time to like look forward and see, okay, this is what's coming and this is what I want to do with these kids. I love this year of teaching. Like I really, really love when we talk about the STEM, you know, certification, it's cool to see what our campus does. Uh, it was so nice having the group of people back together. Like that was so fun to like really celebrate STEM because it is the core of our school and we are a, a STEM STEAM Academy. Um, 
in our heart. And I think we all have that passion. And that was a beautiful thing to see that we all still have that common vision. Yeah. It's so exciting kind of going back and, you know, this is, you know, five years, like, you know, you forget, like, you know, it's almost like, uh, as we're going through things, we're like, was this in this like last yeah. five years, like with this whole COVID bubble. And <laughs> it's almost like we're, we're like in this twilight era, um, snatched up in terms of trying to process like what ha- what was pre COVID what was post COVID and trying to get back to not where we were because we're always moving forward and, um, kind of trying to find these artifacts and, you know, plug things into certain standards and things that, that have been done. And me and you have just, I mean, the last five years have been a blur, you know, with, with that, with the, the whole COVID, uh, pandemic and coming out of that and, you know, getting back to, uh, where we are today. And it's been fun to still see what's going on on our campus and all grade levels K through eight and, um, it's always the focus is on, you know, enrichment of uh, STEM, STEAM education and doing all these cool things. And that's why we love the hustle so hard to get these things in the hands of students and do all these awesome things. Yeah. And when you were talking about, like, where am I at this point? I think the other thing is, and you and I were just talking about this the other day, but how much more excited and hungry I am for professional development And you and I have been blessed within this last calendar year with some incredible professional development. And it really rejuvenates you. It gets you excited. And I think that that's the cool thing is this is year seven for me. You're going into what year? Year 15. Year 15. And so to have those things that it it infuses new ideas and enhances what you're doing. And I don't know. I just, I think that this is a really exciting time. And, um, I think I really needed that feeling, you know, and it's not like I was struggling. It's just now I feel so electrified in that department. Ah, Well said. And as I go into it, just, you know, every year it's just, it's a blank canvas and I'm trying out different things and working on different things and, you know, having the opportunities with the STEM fellowship uh, to try some different things. And I'm going to try to do these pin boxes, 3000 or cardboard pinball machines. And I'm also trying to do these, these CO2 cars. You talk about like Pinewood Derby, but like taking it to the next level there. And um, just, I think I have the same kind of thing, just gratitude of, loving what you do, hungry to learn, like me and you um, have already done X amount of like PD hours and we're like, we're walking away with things we're, to teach this better, to yeah. uh, to bring this to our students and have a better knowledge of these things. Uh, I'm also excited for our January 2nd develop, uh, teacher professional development. Our class is like sold out. Uh, nobody else can get into it um, for teaching Canvas uh canva Canva, sorry uh canva um slides as a presentation tool and so i'm so amped to do that because you're doing so many cool things with it i'm doing so many cool things with it and so we love to share those opportunities with the with the district and do so many things there so i'm i'm excited for that opportunity and it just just full gratitude like you know i think just that moment walking into kinder um, and just the place erupting, like, I'm just like, you have to sit back and just have to remember, like all those little things you do lead to, to bigger moments. And, uh, that's kind of, uh, where I am as we go into this break, 
Um, I want to say I'm completely stepping away, but um, me and you have been still hustling so hard <laughs> doing all these like little mini projects that we have to do. And we're going to put the finishing touches on the STEM acceleration application that's due December 1st. And, um, but we love to find that balance um, of that work-life balance. And as teachers, you need that. Um, but you also have all these things in the back of your mind and you want to get better with this, this and that. And um, so I'm looking forward to it. Now, as, as we're finishing up with this podcast, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. You look, you look, you look confused there. I am. All right. Now, what would be your advice to a first year teacher? Like as they're coming into, they're coming into this profession, like you've, this is your seventh year and I, I have never seen you more passionate, uh, hungry, you know, you have almost become a perfectionist to the point that you want every lesson to be rolled out perfectly. And like, if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't go the way you intended, you get, you get really bummed out. And so I want to know as we go in this break here, what would be your advice to someone coming into the teaching profession? Well, you know, I, when I first started, I thought I needed to, you know, I needed to have every strategy nailed down and uh, the important things are all the details and your lessons. And, and it is, that, that's super important. But honestly, as a first year teacher, I would say you have to go in and develop relationships and set a culture in your classroom. That is without a doubt the thing that will bring you the most joy as a teacher because then you're authentically present in your class in the way that you want it to be. You set that tone, you set that stage. And then also just setting up a a space where there's mutual respect and concern for your students and, and then return them for you. That is a space where the learning is going to come. But without it, I feel that you really won't enjoy what you do because, you know, there was that, I can't remember what her name is, but she does the best TED Talk. And she said, people, kids don't learn from people they don't like. And honestly, I, you know, when kids are not feeling connected, they don't feel that it matters that they're there, whatever their thing is, um, you're going to have so many more issues with behaviors and having to stop and really reset things. And I just think kids are awesome. That's why we go into what we're wanting. That's why you're a teacher. It's not because you're good at color coding and it's not certainly not necessarily because we're all good at organizing and things of that nature. Cause you and I, that's not our jam, but I would hope that every teacher is going into it because they have a passion for kids and those kids want adults to see them and care about them and I would say that's the number one thing, get to know them, know their names, greet them every day, be excited when you see them and, um, and pace yourself as a new t- teacher. You don't have to do all of the things all of the time. 
you pick some things and you work on that area. Because when you and I, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant. We go to these PDs and it's like, oh my gosh. And I think, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to immediately go and, well, it's hard to incorporate all of the things all the time. So then I'll pick one or two things. But I really feel that that's the thing. And I, teaching is hard. You know, it's hard because, um, you know, I could spend a ton of time and get a lesson just right and then it doesn't roll out the way I think it will. Maybe the kids are off that day or whatever, you know, and that can be discouraging. Or maybe you get a parent that's just uh, a bit difficult to deal with. Um, there's, there's a lot of hard things about teaching, but honestly your love for the kids shouldn't be one of them. I mean, I think the award for inspiring teachers coming into this profession goes to you. Um, And, you know, like at at a time, like we just had a recent election and uh, in terms of two bonds on the ballot and it's kind of shocking that um, a lot of places throughout the state were approved, some were not. And Deer Valley, both of our bonds did not go up there, but it's like, you just brought the morale. You, you got me excited. You you got me to want to be that first year teacher again. So, what's uh, your best advice? I want to hear. Well, we're we're running short on time here. We might have to hold that for another one. Um, but I want to talk about our announcements crew. Oh I mean, gosh, we I have that. the most amazing morning announcements crew. They show up every day. They're doing bits. They're out there, and it's and it's pushing us to do to be better. Um, when they go out there interview, we have like this nice iPad holder now. It's a lot more professionals. They hold it. Um, the sound quality we want to get back to. Um, we're gonna. One of our goals is to paint the green screen room, so we get that crispness yeah. crispness on our video. But um, I, I'm so proud of of we have different days that the kids show up. Not one day has a kid not shown up no. for their thing. Everyone's been present at school, been there. Uh, they've taken such pride in what they're doing, how they're delivering things. And I've just been so blown away by um, just these kids. So I I know you work a lot closer than I do um, with them um, on the day-to-day on improving things. And so I want you to kind of talk about just how proud you are of this announcement crew. No, that could be a multi-podcast, you know. Uh, oh, well, we had, but then Ella, uh, who was on announcements pre-COVID, like as we went into COVID, um, her and Lincoln uh, did like SV Center. And at the time, we just had like a green wall in my back room. And they actually did, they did I they loved did it do doing SV job. Center because like they would stand up and kind of have that, uh, we'd remove the background there. And then I showed her the studio. She's like, oh, I'm like, let me turn on the lights. She's like, oh, look at all these lights. Like, look at the camera. And she was, she was blown away of like how our, our tiny little studio has, uh, has transformed. And, you know, we, we had an, uh, Abby come on and she's like, it's so small, you know? And so it's like, it's funny that, uh, how excited people are. So, but, uh, it, it was cool seeing a former person that was on the announcements just blown away, like how far our setup has come. Yeah. I would say, Number one, you're right. No one has blown it off. No one has not shown up. They show up. They know the they know the process. So we've not had one day since they've taken over where something wasn't charged, where something was left on. 
Um, if there's mistakes, it's usually you and I, and because we're doing 7,000 other things. Uh, they are perfectionists in that department. They know the wood, the pacing, the, like, they just, they are understanding. Now, we are fine-tuning things, but their understanding and the way that they do things, their pride in the days that they're assigned, they know, you know, we don't have to remind them if there's a no Monday, they know which person's showing up that day to record. It's just, it's what we had hoped it would be. Uh, we are excited, you know, like you alluded to, we care about like them going out and touching base with the student population. That's really important to us, our school population, because it's teachers too. And Mr. Skates gave us feedback. He couldn't hear those things. They're too, they're too quiet. So, you know, you invested in something that they're going to be able to use when they go out. Like we just want the, this program to be at the level that we know it's capable of being because now we have the talent, we have the hard work, the, the dedication there. And so this is the next way, next level of it. But, you know, they're learning so much, they're growing and their vibe. I mean, I honestly just don't even think I could be prouder of these kids. I do want to get to the point where they're filling out their own template. That's our another, that's another step in that direction. That is um, on our list, and we want them to take over editing. It's just honestly the only reason that hasn't happened is we haven't had a lot of free time to sit down to teach them the editing. So that will come, and yeah. I'm excited. Now they have been crushing it. We're, we're so proud of them and, and what they do, and um, they are the gold standard within the district. So many people reach out, out to us about how are you doing announcements. Even my buddy Radial Bone in Wisconsin is he wants our kids to do like a bizarro like flip day where uh, we do the announcements for a school one day, and you know I thought that was exciting. And um, he was in a different school district, but his kids went to our school district, and. He just saw the impact of the announcements over COVID and he'd be texting me every day being like, oh, you're wearing a Red Sox shirt, you know, <laughs> and, um, and what he tries to do. And so he, he does his a little different. And um, even people in my own PLC are trying to get things going. And and so they're doing these little things and it, it's just exciting. So uh, these students show up every day. They mean so much to the kids. The, the, the kids are really enjoying what they're doing every day and something that we love it's a student-led thing they show up they grab their script they go in they pop the sim card out um they're just kind of doing this whole process and at the end of the day it, it's done you know and yeah. and we're so proud of them and and like you said like in years past i mean camera's been left on for the next crew and like it's not fair to them or they forgot to hit the stop record button and that edit is done. And me and you realized last minute, we're like, we have to go film the entire thing of announcements and uh, just, just that student ownership. And it's just going to get better in year after year. I mean, I'm talking like fifth, sixth, seventh graders be like, I can't wait to do an announcement. I'm like, it's tough to get on, you know, it like, tough. you know, you think uh, we have over 10 kids, you know, every, every week kind of uh, doing that, you know, and that's, 10% of the eighth graders of what they're doing and being on camera and having that charisma and that pride to, to, you know, kind of let their guard down and, and, and be them in a different kind of light where the whole school is, is watching you. It just, uh, I think it's the coolest thing. And they are leaders and they are 
honestly, they're just, each one of them, I am incredibly proud and they're just crushing it. And each day has its own vibe and its own segments. And I, I just, you know, we wanted this for them, but they actually want it so much more than us. And that's why it works because they are committed. They are making it happen. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I get a lot of feedback from teachers about how well they think they're doing and, it's just positive, positive, positive. So these kids, they're blowing our minds. I love it. All right, people, as you go into this week, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We're going to try not to go through another <laughs> month uh, hiatus here. Uh, we apologize for that. So we are very uh, fortunate and thankful for all of our listeners and people who text us and be like, oh, I love the late, latest episode. So we appreciate that. But uh, have some time. Step away if you're a teacher, especially uh, enjoy your time with your friends and family, safe travels, and if you can be anything in the world, people, be kind. All right, if you're on Twitter or X, you can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. And we're on TikTok, people. TikTok. Uh, you can find us at Christy Schofield on TikTok. And you know what? We love coffee. You know, you can find us on Buy Me a Coffee. If you like this podcast, search up Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.